Rockstar Energy Punch, bringing a bold and unapologetic flavor packed with energy through a blend of B vitamins, guarana extract, and 240 milligrams of caffeine to fuel what's next. Rockstar Energy Drink. And welcome to Across the County. I'm Noah. Thanks for joining me. Well, hopefully you enjoyed your Independence Day and 4th of July. And it was a reminder to me that we should never take anything for granted. This is the greatest nation on earth. And we have to keep it that way. And we have to keep the earth intact. And if we're going to do that, we also need to pay attention to things that are out there. And, and I'm not talking about the climate change you hear from government, because that's a whole different ball of wax that just floats their pocketbooks. No, I'm talking about the real threat going on to our nation and the world. And I know nobody better than Dane Wigington of Global Alert News to talk about that and what the dire implications are. But before I get there, I have a very special co-host for the show. Speaking of the 4th of July and Patriots, Mark Stockwell Moniz, author of one of my favorite books, George Washington's Unsung Heroes and so many others. Mark, how you doing, my friend? Noah, thank you so much. Nice to be with you again. And we have a special guest today, I understand. We do. And whenever I have information that really needs to be digested and have a lot of pertinent questions asked. I like having a special co-host on. And so when we're talking about what's important to America, Mark, this is a great opportunity, I think, to have you on. Thank you. Appreciate it. So let's get to Dane Wigington. Of course, he is host of Global Alert News on The Answer San Diego, 4 to 5 p.m. every Saturday. And Global Alert News is a commercial-free, non-political, I want to point that out, weekly fact-filled frontline update That covers the most critically important issues we collectively face, especially when we're talking about global covert climate engineering operations. And I'm not talking conspiracy, guys. I'm talking fact. And Dane is the lead researcher and administrator for the website geoengineeringwatch.org. He's also the executive producer for the groundbreaking climate engineering documentary, The Dimming. And he is back on the show with an update. Dane, how are you? As good as can be, Noah. I greatly appreciate your continuing to add your voice to the effort to sound the alarm and to, to point out to your listeners that although we can speculate about agendas and objectives, the fact that climate intervention operations are wreaking havoc on the global climate system. And then I want to stress this too: it's not to deny other sources of damage to the climate. The human race has been very poor stewards of the planet, but for all those in the climate science community, the environmentalist community, uh, and and global warming activists, if you will, they need to know, understand, and respond to the fact that there is no legitimate discussion about the state of the climate without first and foremost addressing climate engineering, which amounts to weather warfare. And Noah and Mark, uh, I'm not sure how much you may have seen of what's happening on the wider horizon. It's happening by the day, so it's hard to keep track of. But crops are being crushed at the most critically important windows of their production all over the globe just happened in Australia again in recent days. This is the third or fourth time in recent months. Whole crops have been lost from unprecedented deluges, nearly a meter of rain. We've had the same thing happening in parts of Europe. What's not being uh, deluged by flood is being droughted out. Italy's out of rain. Their crops are collapsing. Uh, We have off California, Lake Mead. Guys, you both know Lake Mead is going dry, right? Yeah, I've heard about that. You and I actually talked a little bit about that last week. That's scary stuff. So we can say definitively, if we go back to our data for the last decade and a half, we said it was coming. It is coming. 
we're about to publish a video on this tomorrow that will, will be extraordinarily important for, to connect all these dots. But we can say definitively from satellite imagery that climate engineering operations have systematically cut off the flow of precipitation to the U.S. West consistently for the entire span of time since our uh, entrance into trying to sound the alarm a decade and a half ago and even further. We have the satellite imagery to prove it. We can see them cutting off the precipitation dispersing the storms with aerosol operations. If you listeners that don't know, climate engineering involves jet aircraft spraying particulates into our skies. This is not condensation. In almost every case, we have film footage to prove that, up-close film footage of these aircraft, military tankers, and commercial aircraft being used, not commercial personnel involved, but commercial carriers are being used. We have up-close film footage, nozzles visible, turning on and off, the tests taken from aircraft and on the ground revealing climate engineering elements being dispersed. End of debate. This is happening, period. We can speculate on the agendas and objectives, but this amounts to weather warfare, and that's what climate engineering is, to, to be clear. And I'm glad you brought this up, Dane. It's amazing how things line up. Uh, you know, I think it's by the grace of God that they do. Mark and I were having a conversation just briefly off the air before we dialed you up and he had some interesting questions. And I think I'd like to have him ask those right now, because that's the key of this argument. Go ahead, Mark. Go and the, the discussion we were having was more about are people aware are and if they are aware, why are they doing it? Go ahead and ask what you were talking to me about. Yeah, no, thank you. Um, complicity. So what you're suggesting, Dane, I'm not, I'm using suggesting just, just as a word. Um, that there must be a whole crew of people on the ground who are not even pilots, whether or not they know what they are loading onto a plane and why are they putting this, um, these metals onto a plane in this compartment under a wing. Uh, correct me, please, if I'm wrong. Um, are they kept in the dark? Do they know what they're doing? Are they, uh, do they know that they're complicit in what, what is going on? This would fit into the category of compartmentalization, much like in, in the, the the materials are dispersed from holding tanks in the fuselage itself. And we have some images from plane interiors. It's dispersed out through nozzles on the wings. Again, commercial pilots not involved. You guys remember when all the luggage thing happened, when they suddenly became super concerned about how much luggage the planes were carrying? Remember that? I do remember that. Yeah. And that's about the time when we saw commercial aircraft being more incorporated, smaller payloads. Military tankers can carry, in a case of a KC-135, can carry up to 100 tons of material in a single payload. Commercial aircraft, much smaller. We see much smaller dispersions behind these aircraft. Again, commercial personnel not involved. But those that are involved with the handling of these materials, producing them, loading them, this is in the same category, for example, as Vietnam. When we had our own pilots spraying Agent Orange, not just on innocent civilians, but on our own military personnel on the ground, were those pilots told, hey, this is going to kill your pal on the ground? Absolutely not. Of course not. Compartmentalization, detonating of nuclear bombs. You guys have all seen the nuclear, historical nuclear bomb detonation footage in Nevada, for example, the soldiers jumping out of the trench and running toward the nuclear blast. Have you seen that? I have not seen yes. it. Yes. It's, it's I just saw it the other day. Listeners can watch... Uh, it's called Trinity, the nuclear bomb movie, I believe. And it's, the, footing is, the footage is just it's shocking to the marrow. But our soldiers have never been told of the dangers they face. Those who putting, are putting them in that danger are never told the magnitude of what they're doing. 
And so we have this compartmentalization that allows all this to happen, to take place, for people to literally participate in their own demise while being told they're doing something for the common good, and that is always what the tyrannical at the top do, under the guise of protecting, saving, uh, spreading democracy. All of that is simply to get the population to follow blindly. And the bottom line is, with climate modification, we have the whole climate science community, so-called climate science community, they don't even deserve that title at this point, pretending that this elephant in the sky isn't there. And that's starting to break down. Public is starting to wake up and realize this is climate intervention operations are wreaking havoc with the climate system. They're preventing the planet from responding to the damage the human race has already done to it, weather is being used as a weapon of war. And that is historically documented, by the way. Project Popeye in Vietnam, weather warfare. How much further has that technology come now? It's being used on populations all over the globe, consider this. I'll leave it at this. Climate engineering is the weapon with which those in power can bring populations to their knees without those populations ever even knowing they were under assault because they blame it on nature. Yeah, it's unbelievable. A couple of questions for you. The first off is a follow-up to what you just said, and I have a separate question. I'll let you answer both of them. By the way, Noah here on Across the County, Dane Wigington, my guest, Global Alert News. It's time for a frontline update. And my special co-host, for the half hour is Mark Stockwell Moniz, author of George Washington's Unsung Heroes, one of my fellow patriots. Dane, but if they're doing that and bringing populations to their knees, which is a goal, which is wrong, don't they realize they're doing the exact same thing to themselves? And then after you answer that, what is all of this that I'm finding out about weather satellites that can permit control? Ultimate control over the world's cloud layer. This is astounding stuff. Well, the statement you just made, let me back into this, from Lyndon Johnson, President Lyndon Johnson, all the way back in 1962, stating on film and on the record that we had the power to manipulate the world's cloud layer then. And then Johnson emphatically says, well, he's raving like a maniac. He who controls the weather controls the world. He who controls the weather controls the food supply, thus controls populations, thus controls the world. And if anybody thinks our government, those who actually controlled our government, are somehow committed to the benefit or welfare of the American people, think again. So the bottom line is, these people who run everything and ultimately all roads lead back to the central bankers, those who print the money, fund militaries, thus they control countries. As far as doing this to themselves, power is the ultimate addiction that is psychologically well-documented. And what is a common thread between those who crave power? This is right from the manual. A near total lack of comprehension as to the consequences of their actions, even to themselves. That's why they detonated 2,400 nuclear bombs all over the world, contaminating every fiber of the web of life. We have nuclear plants, 440 online, 60 more under construction. Fukushima by itself may be an extinction-level event. Three meltdowns, no technology to fix it, no end in sight. We have 440 to go. They're building 60 more plants. That's not sanity. Chernobyl, many people don't know. The Chernobyl sarcophagus is imploding. It's deteriorating. This, these are all ticking time bombs, and yet we're building more of them. So we're not dealing with sanity in any way, shape, or form. Look at this as a cancer, Noah and Mark. Does a cancer intend to kill its host? No. A cancer intends to proliferate unchecked. The host eventually dies. That's the mentality we're dealing with, a headless, heartless, soulless cancer craving power and a population that's all too willing to go along so long as their personal paradigm is preserved until the last possible moment, moment, and that's the equation we face. Wow, that's really scary. Um, Dane, I would like to go back uh, a few minutes when you were talking about Australia. 
And um, are you saying that, say, a, a cloud front comes in um, that holds rain and then suddenly, just like an Air Force military, I'm not saying it's, it's that, but they scramble these planes to go up and release these toxic metals into this front so that it doesn't rain? Is, is that right? Good question. This is a very important question. Atmospheric spraying of particulates can diminish and disperse precipitation or it can augment precipitation depending on the size of the particulate. Smaller particulates, when there's too many, that's too many condensation nuclei. The droplets don't combine and fall as rain, so we get days and days of bone-dry, featureless cloud canopy with nothing falling out. That's the dispersion of the rainfall, and that's augmented with radio frequency microwave transmissions which have the effect of scattering, dispersing those particles. So we're being exposed to that, extremely high levels of radio frequency microwave transmissions also that are part of the climate engineering operations. These same sources of transmitted power, in the case of transmitters like HARP in Alaska, many of your followers may have heard of HARP, it's an ionosphere heater. And they can research this by searching a documentary narrated by Martin Sheen called Holes in Heaven. This ground-based transmitter in Alaska can transmit three and a half million watts of power into the ionosphere, creating an electrical chain reaction, literally heating at the thousands of degrees Fahrenheit, which pushes downward on the atmosphere, and they can use this to create pressure zones, high and low pressure zones, and thus they can create weather systems. They can augment those pressure zones, increasing the low pressure, which pulls more moisture into the atmosphere, and they can direct that by, again, the pressure zones steer upper level wind currents, which can steer these uh, atmospheric rivers, the, the level at which the atmosphere is being manipulated is truly mind-numbing. There, there is no natural weather, and this is important too. All major powers are participating. It cannot be otherwise because you can't just geoengineer over your own country. We have Senate documents 800 pages long proving that collusion and cooperation between nations, even that have otherwise adversarial relations. Yeah, I was just reading wow. about some of this actually today, right before the interview, when you're talking about HARP with the manipulation of hurricanes and cyclones to the, you know, bending them to the will of man. I mean, that's scary stuff right there. From a national standpoint, is there anybody standing up against this overall, Dane? No. And again, the whole system is bought, sold, and paid for, again, by those who control the money. I've had private meetings with Gavin Newsom. He's a tool for the power structure. Private meeting with him and his top eight in the Capitol. They're not about to bite the hand that feeds them. The state of California is being kept afloat with the same printed Fed fiat money that keeps everything else afloat. That's how they control all the puppet strings. So the bottom line is no, no one is responding. In regard to issues like hurricanes, I would encourage your listeners to search. We try to make our, our reports easy to find. They can search geoengineeringwatch.org droughts, geoengineeringwatch.org wildfires, geoengineeringwatch.org hurricanes. They can see us. We actually recorded, in the case of like Hurricane Harvey, for example, we recorded the radio frequency microwave transmissions from land-based facilities that held that storm in place for the duration it did, causing catastrophic damage to Texas. We record actual transmissions. It's undeniable. If people look and search for our reports, again, we can speculate on the agendas and objectives, but they are not benevolent. They are malevolent. Those in power are doing everything they can to retain control as the planet ecosystems implode by the day. They will become more desperate by the day. Mark, to find this wow. fascinating, 
I was recently discovering and also talking with you a little bit, Dane, with our last off-the-air conversation. There's new panels that want to talk ethics, rules for climate tinkering and weather warfare. 75 years plus, and it's only going to be made worse now because it's already in place. They're acting like it's not already in place, and now the ethics need to come into play. Correct. All pretending it hasn't been ongoing for 75-plus years already. Again, the greatest single tool we have to introduce this issue to others is the dimming, which you mentioned earlier, available to view for free at geoengineeringwatch.org. Absolutely undeniable proof of these operations within that film. And key, all of us are needed in this battle. All of us can play a part in helping to turn this tide by passing on credible data from a credible source. We strive to be that source. That is our only goal. And if we can reach a critical mass of awareness and those in military circles and so forth realize what they're participating in, we hope, we pray that they will stand down and stop participating in their own demise and the demise of their posterity. Amen to that. Uh, Mark, what are your thoughts on this, on the whole pseudo calling for ethics and the fact that it's already taking place? And then go ahead and ask a final question. Well, yeah, you you would think that people would have ethics and morals and um, just like we often have uh, conscientious objectors, well, I can't do this, sir. Uh, this is, uh, we believe this is an evil thing. But one thing I think is important for our listeners uh, to know is what types of uh, metals are being released. I understand it's aluminum and barium and strontium. Um, I think I'm pronouncing that correctly. Dane, could you uh, enlighten us on that, exactly what is being released? All good questions. Let me back into that. For our military brothers and sisters, they took an oath to protect their countrymen from all threats, foreign and domestic, and they need to remember that oath and stop following orders blindly. As far as what we're being exposed to, aluminum, barium, strontium, manganese, polymer fibers. Now we know graphene. Graphene, horribly toxic. It's like a vascular machete. It's used for engineered cooldowns, which means they can see cloud moisture with endothermic reacting materials to cause cooldowns to create frozen precipitation out of what should have been liquid precipitation, much the same as the ski slopes use, but they're doing this on a global scale over cloud formations. That's why Denver, Colorado, three weeks ago, went from 94 degrees to snow in a day and back to 94 degrees two days later. That's how that happens. So, uh, again, you, listeners can search the engineering winter section on the homepage of geoengineeringwatch.org to learn more. But all these materials, although highly toxic in and of themselves, when you mix them together, toxicity can increase by as much as 10 thousand percent we have period study to prove that in the case of aluminum and mercury ten thousand percent increase that's a hundred times worse when these metals are mixed together to wonder any of us are walking and talking at this point because we're breathing them in with every breath we take well we're wrapping up here tremendous interview as always with dane wigington host of global alert news executive producer for the groundbreaking climate engineering documentary the dimming check his program out every saturday 4 to 5 p.m right here on the answer San Diego. Very quickly, Dane, as we do wrap up, is there anything immediately on the horizon that we should all be paying attention to before it's too late? It's important to understand that with these atmospheric dispersion platforms, at any point in time, if the power structure feels they are losing control, and they are, they can make this mix much more lethal because graphene is used as a biological carrier. Polymer fibers are used as a biological carrier. If they add lethal biologicals to this mix, we're done anytime they want. And that's important to consider. And biological testing over innocent U.S. populations from the air is business as usual for the U.S. military industrial complex. There's hundreds of historical examples of this. So we need to understand 
We're fighting for our lives, literally. And this is not a political issue. We need to unite on this issue. We need to plug this biggest hole in the bottom of the boat. Again, our website, non-political, no advertising, geoengineeringwatch.org. We're asking everybody to please help us carry this baton forward. And we definitely help you carry the baton here on Across the County. Mark, final thoughts? Final thought is I remember reading uh, just a few days ago on that wonderful website, um, geoengineeringwatch.org, that these insidious toxic metals permeate everybody and everything by, I mean, all existences, trees, grass, the coral reefs, everything that's alive on Earth has has at this point been contaminated with this uh, toxic goop. You're 100% correct, Mark, because these are nanoparticles. They're extremely bioavailable and bioaccumulative. They're easily absorbed, almost impossible to get rid of. They build up in the system, so you're 100% correct. Mark, uh, I think every time we talk to Dane in the future, I'd like to have you on as a co-host because you asked some very pertinent questions. And Dane, as always, thank you for the update because this is stuff that we need to bring to the attention of more and more citizens here in the U.S., and hopefully we get enough to wake up to where we can stop the madness. Thank you so much to you, Noah, and to you, Mark. I am extraordinarily grateful to both of you for lending, giving us your voice in this battle. Thank you, sir. Noah here on Across the County. Stay tuned. There's more coming up. And don't forget about the program. Go to TheAnswerSanDiego.com. Learn about Global Alert News, 4 to 5 p.m. every Saturday. And, of course, GeoEngineeringWatch.org. Turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525.